2: Um
0: 94
2: WIP FM HD 1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
3: Oh!
1: We are live from the Grove Tent in Delaware Park at the Casino at Delaware Park. I am John Barcher, James Seltzer, Trey Thomas all with us as we are enjoying day three of the NFL draft. As uh, Tank's here as well, he's signing autographs. There's a lot of fun things uh, to be doing here, so make sure you get down here. Casino at Delaware Park is just a, a moment's drive, as we've noticed. It was nice and clear. We had the <laughs> super quick. We had the windows down. The traffic was easy, and then we're all here. We're very excited for a lot of different reasons. One, how he did it again. <laughs> two, selected a guy that basically looks like Travis Kelsey, at least to me. When you put on the tape of, uh, of that, they, they get Dallas Goddard. Uh, David Akers completely trolls the entire fan base of the Dallas Cowboys. I would say the first two days of the draft have been phenomenal, James.
0: Yeah, I don't think you could ask for much, but just like being out here in this tent at Delaware Park where There's it is just gorgeous and yeah. like could not be better outside right now. Um I, I like you can't ask for anything more. This was the guy that a lot of people wanted at thirty-two they trade back. They get an extra second-round pick for next year, and they still get that guy who fills a need. Who, like you said, really does look like Travis Kelsey on tape when you watch him, and who t- is a guy who can come in and make this offense even more dynamic than it already was. And also, again, is a position of need. I, I don't know how you could be upset with. We're at the point with Howie where I'm almost like, at like blind faith, and that's scary. It's like, how, like, but what? How can you complain about this right that's
1: now? Right? Yeah. It just. Uh, and Trey, I don't know how you, uh, how you feel about it as Ike Reese is yes! in the building as well. He's got some, Oh, he's got a beautiful Eagles necklace Look on. At that. Uh, as well. So he's here to, uh, hanging out, uh, for the rest of the day, but you know, uh, Trey, I knew you were real big on offensive tackle. I think that still might happen here in the next couple of minutes as uh-huh. the Eagles are going to be on the board here in a little bit. But, um, how do you feel about a, a playmaking
4: tight end to go along with
1: Zach Ertz? It really compliments him.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I man. I think it was something that was definitely needed. Um, and then also I just think the move was just a, a good blow to Dallas again yes. as well, you know, jumping in front of, ahead of Dallas to take a tight end, you know, uh, especially after the information that um, with Witten getting ready to retire and jump into <laughs> the news booth, you know, to give them just an extra slap in the face after Akers just gets on and just smashes everybody there. <laughs> you know, I, I don't even know what's going to be next, you know, once we uh, get, have a repeat. Like, how can we top this with Kelsey coming out in the Mummer's outfit and just, right. you know. A great point. Giving an excellent speech and then you top it off with Akers. I mean, you know, someone that you didn't even expect to come out there and do something like let's that. Let's
5: be
2: you know, fair. We ripped it. Yeah,
4: we yeah, were like, yeah, we a terrible like, decision. Like, oh, man, yeah. No way. Sorry. So, you know? uh,
2: let's
1: issue
4: a public apology. Yes.
1: Rather, David Akers, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I
4: apologize. I'm sorry, too. You know, <laughs> he was I'm, awesome, man. I mean, yeah. amazing, you know, because, I mean, you know, you, you don't send in the big guns. You know, you send in David Akers.
1: Well, yeah. Especially yeah.
0: when, like, the first pick of the second round is Jim Freaking Brown yeah, announcing it. Yeah. And you're like, all right, we got our kicker coming out. That's at right. Point, listen, you know, and listen, yes. it's
1: not like David doesn't have a lot of history. He's gonna made some phenomenal kicks for Dude this team. It. You know, I mean, you you played with him. So I've yeah. never
4: heard him give me a fiery speech <laughs> ever. You know, it was there was never do a time your homework. Right? Yeah. Like Acres was like, yes, <laughs> and I'm like, wow.
1: Yeah, so yes, it's acres, yes. Because I, I just assumed he'd have to do something like, you know, have a uh, drop, drop trout and have Dallas on one side and then sure. sucks on the other or yeah, something no. like that yeah. to do something crazy. Or but like, he nailed it, man. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah I, awesome job. Well,
0: as so soon as he comes out, he's got, like, the, you know, kind of hipster glasses on, the blazer. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, yeah, exactly. this is not yeah. good. Whatever this is going to be, it's not going to be cool. And he actually made it cool. I was yes. very impressed with David.
1: Yes. 888 729 BGN Radio, live from De- the Delaware Park casino is we're having a lot of fun and certainly the best line in that was you know the, oh yeah <laughs> uh the last time that the uh, dallas won a super bowl none of these players that are getting drafted were born
0: yet so like it was a yes. great line it was a great line it was a necessary line and plus like trey said for howie to not only go up and get the guy they wanted the guy a lot of us wanted but to to jump in front of Dallas in a savage move the day Jason Witten retires yeah. to draft a tight end named Dallas, I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, you yeah. Can't, picture
1: yeah. perfect. You can't get better, any better than that. And Howie Looney's it's like, well, you know. We, did, we didn't necessarily, that's not why we moved up, but okay. clearly it's why they moved up to uh, the to Adam get it.
0: tweeted it out. Yeah, He's like, How, oh, t- savage move.
1: That's right, oh, yeah. A uh, lot of other uh, semi drama that happened when the in the first round, along with the Eagles, too. You have Darius Geiser's reports coming out now that they had the worst interview ever in the history of interviews that strong, they've ever had. Strong which statement. Is like, that's, <laughs> I, and. If you, if you know uh, Deuce's, you know, kind of personality and things like that, you know that he's poking and prodding these guys. That's part of the routine mm-hmm. of getting these guys to get in the react. And apparently it was the worst that they'd ever seen, according to oh, wow. to Adam Schefter. And um, I'm curious. To, I want to get Trey's thoughts on that in a little bit, too, because there's a lot to unpack in that. And he ends up going to, uh, you know, the rival Washington team. Uh, and you know, I don't know if that's going to put a chip on his shoulder or not, but it's certainly something we can get into. But right now, I uh, want to hear all your thoughts on basically what how he's maneuvering right now, and how you feel about uh, Dallas uh, Goddard, uh, Goddard and and Gogert, as, as it's been pronounced like three <laughs> or four different times here. And we'll have a lot of fun Let's with that with today. Go with the Ert. yeah, part Goddard. That's like right. That. <laughs> that's going to be a part of that. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. To me, this uh, as we've been saying for. Uh, a while now. I never understood coming into this draft, there are a lot of people, you, we heard it from the, the Mike Gaseki fans of well, you can take a tight end, but there's no need to take a tight end here. I mean, you look at Brent Selick and the amount of snaps that he went into last year. You look at what they did with Trey Burton and Doug Peterson actually named him as a as where he would kind of fit in that role early, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, Dallas can't really block. You know, Mike Gusecki can't really block. There's all those things. It seems like it's a waste of resources. i got to tell you guys, if, if that is some uh, folks' mind thinking here, you got to get rid of it. I mean, this is a guy that you can put out there potentially 40, 41, 42, 43% of the time. Benjamin Solak, who was on the BGN Radio draft feed, uh, I mean – it, it was hot, and he was excited, but he said it. He goes, this is a better complimentary uh, a tight end group than it was with Gronk and with Hernandez Whoa. there, and not in terms of play. Right. I understand where he I was mean, going. I mean, having Gronk is Gronk's just Gronk's the all-time alone. greatest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then it's not a comparison. But what Zach Ertz does is completely different, and that's the thing you've got to remember, completely different mm-hmm. from what Dallas does. You know, this is, when I heard Mike Mayock say, it's a lot like Zach Ertz, I'm like, what do you, I, I love you, Mike. But that's a guy that is dragging bodies for 10 yards. That's a guy that you can put on the outside, in the slot, in, uh, you know, in uh, just like a normal tight end formation, have him run tunnel screens, jet sweeps, all of this different stuff. In the backfield, you can put him everywhere. You can't necessarily do that with Zach Ertz. That's why I love this, and it's going to make the red zone horrendous for defenses.
0: I'll take it a step further, too. You're giving the most creative, most aggressive, most intelligent offensive coach in the sport. Another insane weapon, another unmatchable type weapon, a guy who is going to create matchup nightmares. You've got Ertz and him in the line at the same time. I mean, how do you defend that? I mean, what do you do defensively to stop that, especially when you've got Alshon Jeffrey and Mike Wallace and all these other weapons? You are giving Doug Peterson so much ammunition to go out and just dominate this league from an offensive perspective. I, I totally agree with you. We I mentioned this last night when I was on the draft show with you guys, but but Robert Mays and Kevin Clark from the Ringer like to talk. Oh, surprising that you would bring yeah. up the Ringer. A that's lot serious. about positionless <laughs> football, and, and I think you know how you're, the Eagles were one of the best teams at that last year, taking guys and putting them in different spots and using mm-hmm. them with versatility and whatnot. And I think adding a weapon like Goddard here, who can block, he is not Zach Ertz. He's willing. Not, yeah, there's he, a lot willing. to polish. There's yeah. time, and that's why you have guys like Jeff Stoutlin there to help and and smart coaches to help him learn what he needs to do. But he is capable and willing and as a weapon, man. It's exciting. It's really exciting.
1: Uh the Eagles are currently on the clock at, at 125 Whoa. here, Trey. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, what you, what do you think that opens up for the offense when you have, you know, two playmaking tight ends along with a deep threat in, in Wallace, a guy that's a fifty fifty guy with Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar. Like seems like a pretty stacked offense. Now. Oh,
4: definitely, man. You know, that that was one of the things that uh, that Doug has been really Able to do over this past year is to have an offense that really doesn't have a particular style or anyone that you can really key on because you have so many different options out there, you know. And and then that's just giving one more thing for uh, Wentz to come back and and just help him out with just all of these different weapons to kind of choose from when you have all these different receivers, you have your backs at the back, and then now, you know, adding um, Dallas into the mix. With Ertz, that's going to – who's going to cover him? You know, that's putting a lot of, like you said, defenses in situations oh, yeah. where, you know, what safeties or, or even linebackers are going to be able to keep up with these guys because, you know, you can't – it's going to be a matchup nightmare for a lot of these defenses out there.
1: Yeah, and it's just like you you, you even saw it in in college with this guy too where you have – for some reason, mm-hmm. like any time that there would be two high safeties, that's an automatic win. You just messed yeah. up. Like he's going to go and score a touchdown, or there's a 17 yard gain, or whatever it is. So it's going to throw people off. <laughs> James, at the end of the day, let's say they figure out everybody. That's okay. You have 13 personnel. You have 12 personnel on the field. We got that covered. That cover. oh my god, where's Corey Clement? Yep. Yeah. Oh, son of a god. You know, that's it's exactly like, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly.
0: You're, you're dead. This guy's six five, two fifty, and athletic as hell it is it is a really exciting addition
1: the uh, eagles have now selected and they do go to the corner and uh wh- what do we have here jack fritz
0: uh they took avanti uh maddox, uh, maddox avanti maddox avanti maddox uh, Don't
1: know who he is.
0: gary maddox's child no it's, i'm just kidding nah, it's not uh, it's not so this is exa- might be.
1: exactly what they needed he uh comes from uh pittsburgh uh, he's a very, very physical nickel that tested very oh, well. So he's so. a slot. That's, yeah, what, that's
0: a, what they needed in that spot. Obviously. This is
1: this is a slot guy that uh, likes to get dirty, likes to use his hands. Um, certainly, we can get uh, more into that uh, as uh, as the show goes on. It's here, another too, position but. to need,
0: though. I mean, you're, exactly. you look at when you go into the, the draft, you're like. They don't really have a lot of needs, especially not high-level needs. They are filling those needs that they did have, even as low-level as they might be comparatively.
1: Yeah, and this isn't really uh, kind of a, a boomer bust kind of guy or anything like that. It's just a, it's a solid player. I don't know if he's got a ton of ceiling to go here, but he is exactly what a nickel should look like uh, in this defense. So that's uh, there. It is the uh, the second pick overall for the Eagles in this draft. They do go corner. It's a physical guy. Uh not anything different than we're expecting. So if you want to chime in on anything, eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to uh I can't see the mouse. It's John. <laughs> John on a cell if I can yeah, can you help me out there, Seltzer? Okay, My I goodness. Do. I'm uh, I'm all uh flustered up here. Let's go to John on the cell. What's up, John? You're on BGN Radio.
6: Hey, what's going on guys? It's right. John calling in from, from uh Fishtown. What's up, James? Johnny, hey. what up, brother? How are we doing? Hey, man. I just wanted to call in. I think that uh, the Eagles go in Dallas there and jumping over the Cowboys uh, to make that selection. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm i frigging pumped. Oh, um, it was amazing,
1: yeah. yeah I
6: heard Ray Diddy talking this morning, uh, comparing him to Kelsey. You know, I just wanted to get your input on that. Do you think the same, or, or you know, oh, what do you compare him to?
1: Without a doubt, and I know it's... It's kind of like a, a large leap when you're like, yeah, he's one of the. He looks like one of the best tight ends in the league, but mm. he, it, it's it, the moment that you just yeah. put it on for for five minutes. It's hard not to look at that and go, wow. And I think there's a little bit a difference in terms of body size. So he looks leaner. He looks more like a wide receiver than he does a little thicker tight end. But I mean, this guy is an athlete. This guy's. Uh, ability to change direction to really just you know stomp and turn up the field uh the separation factors against corners and safeties and not just FCS where again he dominated and you're you sp- you're supposed to you know if you're gonna right. be like a round one caliber you're supposed to do that when you come back to back seasons a thousand plus yards and uh, you know touchdowns galore and uh this this guy's the real deal man I mean he is do you it,
6: think that uh do you think that there's any chance of it looking like a gronk and Aaron Hernandez yeah, know,
1: rest and, and, in peace type situation? Or? Well, I mean, hopefully not that exact situation. <laughs> yeah, and, we don't need Aaron and, Hernandez. And either, hey, now. And, and either of <laughs> either those guys are are not in the same uh, character there. So, uh, yeah, and we appreciate the culture. No, and that's that's what it is. I mean, it's just it's such a complimentary piece to what both of those guys do. Mm-hmm. Zach Kurtz has always said, I want to be the guy in the red zone, the goal line. I want to be the go-to guy. Mm-hmm. This still allows him to be that, yeah. <laughs> yet again. This is a dude that has the softest hands I've ever seen for a tight end. I mean, he's going up there one-handed, one-handed, catches yeah, it's and, awesome. and, and doing a lot of that stuff. But, you know, fade routes galore. Who is you know is not not exactly uh, uh, everybody's favorite route, but if you're going to do it, you're going to throw it to him. So you have him on one side, Alshon Jeffrey on the other. I think that's pretty good, Trey.
4: Yes, yeah, definitely, man. You know, and like you said, man, it's just adding more weapons to this arsenal. You know. Um, we're definitely doing. We're doing all the right moves right now to give our chance ourselves a chance at repeating, you know, and just bringing in as many weapons as possible. We're filling in these needs. This team is such a stacked team that you really didn't. You go into the draft where it's like, all right, you know. I just. I'm at a point right now where I just trust whatever Doug and Howie are going to put together mm-hmm. and and do with this team. You Blind know? faith, baby. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, well, it's, it's nice to have that feeling for once. We're like, yeah, we're not going to question anything. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, I, I it, trust
0: it's, it. it feels weird. It feels <laughs> yeah. not right. Uh, you just pulled up uh, Avante Maddox's spider. It chart is amazing. There. For yeah, well, a that, well, also interesting too. With when you look at Goddard, too, Goddard very similar. Like also ninety seventh percentile in the three yeah. cone drill, nineties in the uh, sixty yard shuttle. They're clearly. You know, putting a lot of weight in guys who have a, that type of athleticism, lateral quickness, all that type of stuff. I think that's interesting.
1: Do you hear how how James just undersold the 99th percentile in 60 yard shuttle?
0: Oh, it, I thought it said 90th. I thought it said 90th. That's amazing. So I thought it said, if, my angle on your your iPad isn't great. Yeah, no.
1: So here's 99th? Here's here's what's great about uh, the uh, the Eagles wow. last last selection here. If you're looking for a nickel, this has all the athletic testing that you want to see. 97 percentile in the three cone drill. That's a drill that normally is uh, based on agility and ability and bend and and all of that. The broad jump, seventy six percent for a short guy, which he is because I believe he's five nine, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, you need to have that if you are going to be a short corner. But the 99th percentile in a sixty yard shuttle means he is can catch up and he will not lose speed down the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the profile of what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Trey is uh, it, with 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 nickel corners. What what is the difference? Between like playing there and playing on the outside, uh, obviously, nickel has gone into kind of a, a situation where people view it more as a, a as a starting role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for a guy like this, why why is it important to find uh, you know that that sixty yard shuttle?
4: The guy that's really. Uh, has the agility to go and do the thing. Because I'm thinking that's where you're going to have a lot of your quick double moves, inside moves, uh, where, you know, the agility is going to be extremely important because now you're going to be dealing with those receivers that's going to give you a lot of different head fakes and shakes that's going to get out there. It's not someone where you just have a straight-out speed guy that's just running straight up the field, where it's more of a turn-and-run thing. It's more of a, all right, let's get back and then see which way that receiver is going, and then you have to be able to close on it. Absolutely,
1: and what's been troubling uh, this Jim Schwartz defense the most, the Giants, the yeah, Packers, the short passing yeah. game, and quick twitch stuff. Yeah, yeah. knock that stuff off. No right, more stuff. That's sluggers. what this makes, that It's not you know whatever's going to help those pass rushers get there for that extra quarter of a second yeah. Yeah. is exactly of a second, yeah. what you need uh, to shore up. So you have that. You have Sidney Jones playing press. You have Darby playing off probably, mm-hmm. and you need a guy that can fit in the middle between that and hopefully Jordan Hicks can be his his old wonderful self in covering that short short yardage area as we go to. Uh, the other John in, uh, gl- uh, what is it? Uh, Gloucester Township. Uh, the, the, the angles are so. Uh, yeah, you got the a bad glare. Angle. It's glare. I apologize, I John. John, what's going on, buddy? You're on BGN Radio. Hi, guys. How you doing? I'd like to say first that um, I'm really happy with the draft today with this tight end. I think he's going to make a major difference. But, Me Trey, too. I want to address this question to you, if I may. Okay. I
7: personally feel that um, the release of Blunt is going to affect our
1: offense to a significant degree. I mean, J.E. A Johnny's a, J- J- a good, good back but I'd never seen him carry two or three guys on his back. So Mm -hmm. I want to address that to you and just give me your answer. I appreciate it.
7: Thanks.
4: Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So (laughs) with Lisa Blunt being a problem, you know, I think with Blunt being gone, it's not something that we're going to – that's really going to hurt us. Now, because Blunt was really good in the postseason, you know, and carrying us through the playoffs, and he had some very big carries in the postseason. But when you go back and you turn on the film and you watch some of those earlier games – it, he, it wasn't the same you know and then he, he there was a big drop off also when it came to his protection you know he wasn't as stout as you would want him to be when it came to picking up linebackers that's coming into the blitz so that was a lot of big weakness for him and then it just seemed like he just wasn't running with the same intensity in the beginning of the season you know yeah. so you know i i need a back when you look at someone like a blunt i i, I would compare him to like beast mode, you know I want to see that type of back, certainly you know especially when you have that type of size, so i 'm good with Clement and uh j h i and then whoever else is going to step up to the plate and be that third back and be in the rotation, but I think that you know missing, we won 't miss blunt, I think no. we'll be okay
1: yeah, and uh, i mean that 's what J.H.I. was was basically here for he's the he was a hybrid version of him and, and Corey Clement, and that was um you know kind of why they. They traded for him in the first place, so you know Wendell Smallwood for now until something else happens. But they just have another selection Donnell coming. Pumfrey. Donnell Pumphrey. Donnell Pumphrey. Somebody. Still, it's amazing how we just forgot it. Maybe when the uh, when the it's general manager existed. of the team goes, like, yeah, we didn't really want that. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's not the greatest thing in the world, but. Uh, the greatest thing in the world is the breeze that is coming in right now to the casino at Delaware Park. We're hanging out in the Grove tent with everybody. Uh, when we come back, we will break down a little more of the Eagles' first fourth round selection. Plus, take your phone calls. 888-729-9494. Trey Thomas, James Seltzer, John Barcher, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: Talking Philly sports with Clementon. Awesome. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN. Radio on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Well, we come back.
1: The Eagles are once again on the clock, and the pick is already in. So we will certainly let you know uh, what they are doing there eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. It is BGN Radio live from uh, the Casino at Delaware Park. We're hanging out in the Grove Tent. A uh, lot of great stuff. Uh, just to, a lot of good food. I mean, we're sampling the roast pork sandwiches oh, that are here. It's They're amazing. Uh, oh, my God. And the Eagles, I think, just take the steal in the draft. The Eagles have selected from Florida State University, Trey hey! Thomas. Josh <laughs> went. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. That's a steal. That is a steal right there. Josh Sweat,
0: who was... At, this is the most excited anyone's ever been about a fourth-round pick. Man,
1: this is an awesome pick. Oh, you did? <laughs> All the way. John Gentile coming in. Another MSU alum, top alum top coming, in. coming in. Uh, I, I, I was actually genuinely shocked that Josh Sweat, you know, <laughs> dropped this far into the fourth round. This is a guy that came into the combine and just athletically was just... Amazing. He blew everybody away at the Combine. Uh, again, the spider chart is out of control, so this is not anything different than what Joe Douglas looks at. We just mentioned, you know, how <laughs> of the spider charts of, of Dallas uh, Goddard, of, uh, you Avanti know, the Maddox, uh, Maddox and, and now Josh Sweat is in that mold. This is going to be a really, really fun defensive it's line unb- like for the next couple of years like this is ridiculous well now, it, it's it's it, a strength becomes a strength once again um well, i gotta say the eagles are doing a really good job so far
0: and i i love that that you know we always talk about bpa versus need and all that type of stuff and and the first two picks were were best player available but also fit specific needs i love that in this spot even though they don't have any more any more picks in this round they're saying you know what this guy is so good. We are go. Oh my, John just John just put a spider chart up in front of me, and it's insane. Oh my god! Eighty <laughs> percent uh,
5: in ninety six in the
0: vertical jump, ninety eight in the forty yard dash, ninety one in the broad jump. This guy is crazy athletic. <laughs> yeah. But I also love that they said, you know what? Even though we're, we've got a strength there, we've got a, a surplus of guys there. It's they, too it, good a value. And it's too good a value, and also it does make sense to think about the future here, as you know, Michael Bennett is getting on in age, Brandon Graham. Is a little bit older, still needs a contract. Who knows what the situation is with there? I mean, you're you're getting even on the inside, you know, a little bit younger there, but still moving on. It's something where you start to think about that next wave of guys to put there with Dark Barnett.
1: Yeah, uh, Trey. I mean, uh, another athletic uh, defensive end, a seminal. Oh, uh, well, from Florida State. From Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Group, what are you thinking here?
4: I mean, you know, and you look at him. Oh, thank you. And you look at him, and you see his size, six five. You know, that's what you, that, that's the height that you want to see at, yeah. a, at a DN, you know, 6'5", 251. You know, a little, and, skinny, um, little skinny. Yeah, you know, but, I mean, they, you usually put on a couple pounds when yeah. you first come in. So that's something that that can be addressed. But he has all the tools. That means that she's going to have long arms. He's going to have a nice reach. Yeah. And, you know, it's always good when you bring another knoll up north. <laughs> that's right. 888-729-9494.
1: We're reacting to uh, everything. So, uh, Josh, Sweat. From uh, Florida great State University, too. yeah, great name. We got we, we we've a got a horrible name. A Come horrible on. name. What? That's oh, a bad Jack. football oh, name. Because Jack Fritz actually on the Counterpoint podcast did a name only mock draft. Was I forgot? He was one of them that just doesn't. Why, sound like though? a Why though? That
0: does. His name is
5: Sweat. Now, like it, name it, one it, we're name one football right player now.
1: with that kind of name that works out.
5: Doesn't work out. Well, Josh, work is a, Josh here, is a right bad here.
7: football name, and sweats <laughs> it even worse. football name. want <laughs> one, one football
0: player with a name like that? Like I, what yeah, Sweat exactly. is That's what I'm a saying. Spi- yeah. <laughs> well, then, then uh, he could yes. be the first great one. Yeah. yeah. This is a bad take by you, Fritz. Not yeah. shocked. I expect not, more from not you. Not shocked on, at all. 94. two nine
1: ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Rasheem
5: in North Philly. What's up, Rasheem? What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great, man. Good, good, good. I definitely like the picks that we had today. Um... Um, um, later on in the draft, you gotta look at a guy called, named Robbie Coleman from Alabama. A um, uh, linebacker, six foot two twenty-eight. Um, if, if you looked at Alabama play last year, once he got injured, the defense, you know, started to you know show signs. Of, of 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 actual weakness, I think he'll be a good uh, uh, draft pick later round. I don't want to see us pick a running back just because I think we're finding a running back almost next year having twelve picks. Well, and the it funny thing is, great. right
1: now regime too is like um, without this. I, I, here here's something that we discussed last night. Uh, I don't think it right. is worth picking anything in the sixth and seventh round. That's an automatic cut. I would I would assume that not, the Eagles not
5: necessarily not necessarily, Well, here, here's, here's, here's why here's why Rashid,
1: Rashid, all... Rashid, yeah, I'll let you speak, but this is why. Uh-huh. It's, I mean, those guys are, are pretty much auto cuts, you know? So you want to go and take those picks and, and get into that fifth round because this team already has enough depth on it, you know? Certainly, right, and, right, and, and, right. Like, and like you're saying, to go get that linebacker that you like, Rasheed.
5: Right, 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 right. But I also look at Jalen Mills. Bo Allen was fifth and seventh round pick. Look at Brent Sutter, who was a fifth round pick. You also just got to look at some of the undrafted guys like Trey Burton, uh, Corey Clement. Those guys was later on oh, yeah. like – and, and, and Douglas has had had. the history with and, it, and so is Howie. Yeah. And, and one other thing I can't say about actually drafting this nickel cornerback—I'm I'm just harping on this—Jalen Mills or Rasul Douglas later on, just because if you look at the influence Malcolm Jenkins had as being mm-hmm. a former cornerback moving to safety, those if one of those guys is going to be uh, uh, moved to safety. Just oh, because, and it's going to be it's um, going to
1: be Jalen Mills Rashima. We appreciate the call. Whoa, I, I, I have no, I like I have no doubt in my mind that that's where they're going. I mean, you just looked at how how Malcolm keeps saying like, "This is the leader. This is the guy that we need." Uh, to go out and compete, and, and I think they're grooming him for it, you know, getting him ready. That way, you know, Rizul can take over. the. I mean, oh, my goodness, the Eagles have too many good corners. Ah.
0: <laughs> well, Who would have, ever, who'd have
1: ever thought it? Uh, we would have gone into that. Uh, let's go to uh, Brian in uh, New Jersey. Brian, what's up, man? You're on BGN Radio. How you guys doing today? Doing Yo, phenomenal brother. now, Brian.
4: Beautiful
8: day. How's it going? Big fans of all you guys, BG, Seltzer. Appreciate it, hey, buddy. How you guys doing? Um I, I love all right, first, I'm going to just start off. I owe David Akers probably the biggest apology. I I <laughs> we very, all do, man. We all I was, do. I was very Not upset, all of us. I was very upset when I heard he was doing it, and he killed it. He straight killed it yesterday. I, I loved it. I'm so happy I recorded the second day of the draft, something I would never have done, so I could always have that. That's uh, one thing. Um, two, I like how, I like how we're drafting. Honestly, I'm um, I think we uh we're we're definitely setting up to repeat and um we uh we we're we we're short with the tight end getting rid of Selek and Trey Burton and I love the tight end we got. I think he's probably the second best tight end in the draft. And um I uh I think we just need to... I think he's the best tight end of the draft I was about actually, to say a Brian. lot of people think he's better than just Hayden. <laughs> I think
1: I think Hayden that's, Hurst that's, to the to the to the Ravens was such a Ravens pick. And you're right. going like, oh my God, <laughs> I dude, think Hurst
0: is doing? probably the third or fourth best tight end of the draft. I, I feel I don't I'm not too big with
8: college so I don't really know the running backs that well. I feel like we do need someone else because I'm not I'm not big on Smallwood. I'm not big on Pumphrey. I mean I don't know if Sproles is coming back. I feel like we need someone with a giant Clement Someone like obviously not not like Plunt. I mean, I'll take it. But someone to fill that void, it would be awesome. I mean, I feel like we'd be filling up all our all our holes that we yeah. got rid of
0: in depth. Brian, it's a great point. I I've, I feel like they need someone else there too. I, I don't necessarily trust. Uh, well, I definitely don't trust Donnell Bumfrey. I you don't need think, insurance policy. Yeah, you yeah. need it. And also, look, they did really well with a three back system last year. I have no problem getting another guy in there. I think Ajayi and Clement are – Pretty perfect complementary backs. If it's just those two guys who get the bulk of the work, I'm going to be okay with that, and I think the offense will be really good. But, sure, I I think, look, they they had the issue last year where they ended up with Pumphrey in a really rich running back draft. There was a lot of talent, a lot of talent again this year. They haven't gotten anyone. I could see them like you were talking about before, Packaging a couple picks to move back up and get someone at that position, I think that's certainly a possibility. Yeah,
1: and this is uh, probably going to be the last—well, not the last opportunity, but a pretty good opportunity to trade Michael Kendricks. Which BLG, uh-huh. come on, man, the clock is ticking. Yep. You're, you're saying that, <laughs> yep. This is the year, uh, and I feel like we say that every year. But yeah, and and Trey, I, I almost feel like, and, and I agree with Rasheed in, in a lot of regards. This team does not need another two to a running back that's Corey Clement there he is you already have J.J. who could be 1-1-A you need if there's not a 1-1-A running back that they find it here no there's no reason to go yeah, and do have that to right force now it, yeah. you yeah, shouldn't force
4: it no you don't have to force it you just never know what's out there that's the guys that aren't going to get drafted I mean you have Clement that was a free agent last year so you just never know what how it's going to play out you know um, I think that you have some other needs when you look at it, the offensive line that, that you need to feel before you even look at running back Oh, yeah. You know, because I think that, you know, you just need a little bit more depth. But to, to force it with a running back, I don't think that's really necessary. When, you know, there's so much talent, you know, you could probably find somebody in free agency. Or even, you, you just never know, even when we get into camp and guys start getting cut and whatever, you, you know, there are other ways to find that person to fill in the void.
1: Uh, and the other thing that is, is definitely, uh, when I'm reading from this draft as it is right now, they're fine with Big V. And they're fine with their linebacker. Yeah. Event. yeah, That's a big message to everybody. Yeah. So, uh, that, and that, you
0: know what? I mean, look, we've, we've ragged on Big V a lot, but he was the starting left tackle in the Super Bowl. He was. And yeah. he's played and well. He he and own. he's one yeah. of those guys who, was in both years, has seen a lot of action both in his rookie season and last year, has a lot of reps at the NFL level. Yeah. And as someone who seems to improve with time each year, he got better over each of those seasons. I can understand that.
4: Yeah, and also just because you know you're going to have to take your lumps at that position.
1: Absolutely,
2: you
4: know you're going to. Have, there are certain things that the coaches just can't teach you. You okay. know, you're going to have to get out there and be in those situations, and then you start learning from it, and you and you grow from there. You know, I mean. All of us have have gone through it. Anyone that's been at that tackle position, you know that there are just certain things that the coach cannot teach you. He can't show you, It doesn't matter. You have to experience it yourself. Then you you grow from it from
5: there.
1: When did you feel like you had it? Like you're like, okay, oh, I I'm mean, there. I
4: came in with it. You know, I, I mean, you know, of course you I mean, did. I came in. I mean, with why it, would man. I? I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's just, say I mean, not not just saying you not know, everyone can know, come, come in with I it. I came yeah. in, you know, cause day I, one, I, I, day one, you know. <laughs> 'Cause I mean <laughs> at Florida State man, you know, and you have to look at the DNs D that I went against, all the guys were first rounders. Oh yeah yeah, yeah well, you see, know you already like, Peter Bower, Renard Wilson, yeah. you know, I mean golly yeah, but you know <laughs> It, you know, I came in; it was ready to go. Yeah, we. Well, you, you, you were
1: playing pro ball for first, two years yeah, right yeah, before you came I, in. I there came in with it. You what know, what can but, I say about that? <laughs> ACC for life. Yeah, there you go.
4: You had. To, I had to learn it. There are just certain <laughs> stuff that you just have to learn. You know, and, and you just have to take your lumps. You have to take <laughs> your lumps. You have to take your
9: lumps. Derek in West Philly. What's up, Derek? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I think what Trey was saying is absolutely true, and I wanted to ask him about that because I have concerns about the offensive line. Not only that, I got concerns about the running back situations. The reason why I raised that question because of Garrett Blunt when he left. You know, we used that three uh, running back rotation that we had in the backfield. Not only that, you know, you look at Jason, Peter's ain't going to play forever.
5: Mm-hmm.
9: So, you know, being that he's come off a horrific injury uh, you know, during the offseason, it's hard to find offensive tackles. And, Trey, I'm going to ask you, you play the position. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is it the position coach's job to teach these guys? How to play that position because it seems like every year I remember when Andy Reid was here. Andy Reid had a knack for going after offensive linemen. He knew the importance of offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And offense. I mean, you had to have a left tackle and a right tackle. And um, you know, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed because I've seen some guys that was on the board and I seen the Eagles could have gotten, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in the fourth round, whatever.
1: Well, and, even that, you know, I mean. and Derek, just to just to jump in there too, and we appreciate the call. We're just up against the break trade, you know. Uh, a guy like um, you know who went to uh, the Cowboys, a lot of people wanted, mm-hmm. wanted wanted some of that you know tackle guard depth that was happening there. But mm-hmm. you know what, I don't know what do you think overall? Should they have
4: targeted that a little earlier? You know you, I'm a tackle, so I always want to see them bring someone <laughs> in. You know, but you know they they obviously feel good about about what's going on right now, and they're probably going to find someone later on in the draft. Uh, but to answer his question, it, it is up to the coaches. To, to teach that position, but they don't, the coaches don't have the same amount of time that they used to, like we had with Juan. I mean, Juan would, you know, he would get it out of us, you know, and we were always in the meeting rooms, always out on the field doing extra work. I mean, extra work during practice, after practice, before practice, just getting it in. But, you know, the, now they're looking for players to come in a lot more polished just because you don't have the same amount of time to, right. to get that extra individual work that we were. A Especially BC with this team player. right now. Yeah, yeah, it's you know. just like, you know. So, you know, it, it is up to the coaches to teach it, uh, you know, but you do want to have someone when you're looking at prospects that are coming in, you want someone that, that that has the least amount of stuff that you have to correct, you know, so that he can come in ready to play. 888 That's Trey Thomas, James Seltzer.
1: I'm John Barcher. This is BGN Radio. Right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: Talking Philly sports with Sellersville. Awesome. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is BGN Radio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We are
1: live from the casino in Delaware Park. John Barcher, James Seltzer, Trey Thomas all here, along with Tom Kelly. The better producer than Jack Fritz. <laughs> obviously. Argu-
0: arguing with Jack during the break is one it's, of the It's, it's <laughs> an Olympic sport. It really <laughs> is. 888 eight, eight, still oh, real <laughs> good, I still can't get over his his take that Josh Sweat is a bat. It is such a great name. It is a football name. Like, that dude sounds like a football player. Such a terrible name. Sweat.
1: Sweat. Sweat. And, you know, it's fun. Cool, you know, not, right? It's yeah. cool,
0: Trey. Sweat. I mean, Trey. Like, t- Trey. Yeah. That Trey Thomas, that's a football player name. Yeah, Josh Swett's a football player yeah, name. It is.
1: Thank you. I mean, I can only hear CNC Music Factory in my head now. Sweat. Sweat.
0: Baby. Groove is in the rhythm yeah.
1: <laughs> Sweat. <laughs> uh, the one thing about Josh Wett that uh, some uh, may or may not know is he did and, and, and knew about the, I mean, he tore everything uh, back in 2014. So it's PCL, MCL, uh, and ACL all at once. Uh, what I didn't know is Jeff McLean is reporting, and thanks to uh, Charles for listening to the program. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at BGN Radio. I almost lost my leg. Yeah, I just saw he that. He said. So it's just, that's, uh, maybe that could be a medical red flag of, of why, uh, you know, it, it, not just a, a tearing of everything, but almost losing your leg is, it's well, pretty frightening. But to be back into where it is now, you know, four years later. And obviously, Howie Roseman's at the podium right now and, and saying that, like, obviously— Well, they picked him, so obviously they cleared him. <laughs> They're not going to get him, I don't him even know like, why he needs to say like, he that. might not yeah. be
0: able to walk, but we took him anyway. Were you worried we about good it? No, because they selected yeah. him already. So. But I, I think you made a good—I mean, there, there has to be a reason. When you look at this guy's spider chart, his athleticism, a 4 five, three, 40 as a defensive end. I mean, like, it is—it's the type of—he's a first-round talent athletically. So there have to be reasons why he's available at the 130th pick in the draft. So, and a lot of I think people. That's have a big part of it. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Joe Douglas up at the uh, podium right now, talking about Avante Maddox. Uh, we talked about fist, uh, fit last week. He says, and this guy is uh fits our DB room so perfectly. It's a group of highly competitive guys, and he's going to blend in perfectly. Even though, uh, not the biggest guy, he will attack, and he's a productive tackler, which is exactly what you need in a slot position as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there are times when shorter guys are gonna get bodied around by bigger athletic ones yeah so there there's gonna be uh it's it's good that he's a willing tackler now I, I, how important because this is a thing that's happening on Twitter which I think is ridiculous uh, Pittsburgh's defense was terrible it was it's just you know uh, they've, they haven't been a good program for the last uh, couple of years here even though they you know they had uh, squeaked out some wins here and there mm-hmm. uh, how much emphasis is put on well he was a really good player but the the defense that he was in was really bad so does that matter when you're evaluating players at all?
4: Uh, about how bad their defense is? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's a ridiculous thing. You're just evaluating the player. It doesn't matter. It's like the Ben Simmons thing. It's like, yeah, well, let exactly what it well,
0: is.
4: Well, you look at Nandi Asamoa. It's even yeah. more. Well, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, he was the best player on a bad defense, and everybody was like, oh, man, he's but awesome. that's But
0: that
1: was
4: a
0: scheme thing as much as anything, right? And
4: we bought him here, and then he just. Didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was, yeah. got lit up every yeah. game. I mean, it was always he was always in chase mode.
0: See, I get it more in the basketball comparison in the sense that all right, you, like if you're the best player on the floor, you should be able to to win games in college. If you're if you're a you know the best guy by so much like that alone should be enough. Whereas football, it doesn't matter. Like if you're the best slot corner on the field and have ten guys around you stink, the other team's going to score every time no matter what you do. So I, I'm with you. I think it's a little silly.
1: Uh, we're going to uh, talk to Benjamin Solek, who's one of our lead draft writers on. Uh, a uh, Bleeding Green Nation also NDT scouting in a little bit. But, uh, you know, just like always, the phones are not really working for him <laughs> on his end. So I uh, want to get his take on, on a lot of this stuff. But Howie at the podium also mentioning some things he, he did. He said the phrase himself uh, when asked about the great depth at defensive end. That's rich man problems. The rich get richer. Yes! That's right. There it is. Again, hey! is the Philadelphia Eagles are the rich get richer it's team. It's It's been, been a very long time, especially if he says it. Also interesting. When we were mentioning that there were rumors flying around the Darius Geis issue of yes. him coming into the Philadelphia Eagles uh, facility for a visit and after a combine interview, Harry Roseman is declaring nothing like that happened with Darius Geis. Now, what is he going to say? Yeah, I'm not going to throw out yeah, yeah. uh, with that. But um, Trey, in your travels when you were going, you know, from place to place to place, was was that pretty common in the NFL of people trying to get a reaction out of you, or is? That kind of uh, part of the newer NFL during uh, combine I, I think this is
4: kind of the newer era and kind of pretty much, and I'm pretty sure it's just depending on the player, you know, and, and how the player carried themselves. Like, But when I came in, it was just, you know, they asked me a couple questions about some stuff that, you know, had happened when I was in college, you know, but, you know, it was – Pretty much, pretty cool.
0: All right, so none of the "how would you kill a person" type yeah, questions. Like that. Okay, good. You know, good. It was, you know, yeah, you hear all that stuff? It's like right. uh, it's, I, don't, right. I don't, know. I don't feel okay with that. Yeah, that sent, feels wrong. They said <laughs>
4: Butch and, um, and Butch, who was out here, security guy, and Mark Ross down to yeah. you know, kind of you know check me out. You and know, kind of kick around uh, the yep. tires a little bit because you know I, <laughs> you know, I was in college. I mean, you know, it was. You know, if Some I didn't stuff. do it, I, I knew who did it. You know, so it was like one of those type of things. Well, again, we
1: just... you, you mentioned before now, like, if it was, you know, social media and all that yeah, today, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it might know. not be as easy. Yeah, you know?
4: exactly. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: Trey's always very elusive when yeah. it comes to That's his best trait, by the way. And, oh,
0: yeah. And also, Trey will lead up to saying something, and then he'll, he'll go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll stop right before. You know. a, yeah. I don't want to get any text. <laughs> he's very, phone yeah, he's got a very yeah. good radar of when is the right point yeah, to it cut it off, it go, and just just, <laughs> just go cold on it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> interestingly enough, at one thirty-seven, the Dallas Cowboys are on the clock and uh, they take Dalton Schultz, who is actually uh, compared a lot to Zach Ertz. So that's going to try and be the replacement. This is a day after Stephen Jones was saying. Oh yeah, we love our tight ends. Yeah, oh, they're great. Yeah, there's three of them that really can't play the position, but sure. I, uh, I I hate to say this, but the the Dallas Cowboys have had a pretty good draft thus far. So you yeah. know, I there's... mean, the
0: Connor Williams pick was a great pick. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was a great pick. I mean, that was that was what was frustrating about the but second again, round was to see Will Hernandez go to the Giants and then Connor Williams go to Dallas. You're like, yeah, yeah, those yeah. those are both really 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 <laughs> good players who are going to help, especially Will Hernandez and the Giants. I mean, how long have we just been Crapping all over that Giants' line, and we'll still continue to get to. But yeah. Will Hernandez, like that, was a a perfect one of the better picks for a particular franchise. I think in this entire draft was the Giants getting Will Hernandez.
1: Yeah, for sure. So besides, like, I mean, I still completely disagree with the Saquon Barkley and all that stuff. Oh yeah, no, that we'll was bad. That's a whole separate thing. We get into yeah. that in just a little bit. But uh the NFC the, East, is- uh, the
0: love pieces are already coming out. I know. I saw. NJ.com tweeting out a uh, oh, Saquon boy. Barkley love fest. So I think they're on the way. They're on the way. I've got the hottest, they're of on hottest the
1: way. ever coming about Saquon Barkley. Uh, that's going to come up next. We'll take a look at the NFC East. We'll keep track of. What the, uh, what the Eagles have been doing and, and go over some, uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff that they have been. And even look ahead to 2019 because I think that's a very important year for the Eagles that no one's really discussing and why uh, they went and got that second-round pick. BGN Radio, 888 729 94, Trey Thomas, James Seltzer, John Barchard, all right here with you. Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: 94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sweat.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Sweat.
1: That is the uh, that is now the uh, you know <laughs> the buzzword around here is it's uh, Sweat. BGN Sweat. Radio <laughs> 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 from uh, the Casino at Delaware Park. <laughs> and, uh, that is straight Thomas, James Seltzer, John Barchett, all here. And I got to say, um, uh, dressed to the nines in, uh, in Super Bowl gear. Oh, yeah. You know him, yeah. you know him best, uh, from, uh, of course, the, uh, Marks and Reese show every single day from two to six. Uh, what are you signing autographs
3: here today? Ike? Yeah, I am, man. What's up, fellas? Reese in the Reese. I the building.
4: I know him best because we came in together, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, you know. 20 years there, Big 20, T. 20 years. 20.
1: It's pretty amazing. So what, uh, wow. man? We're old. What was, uh, <laughs> what,
3: what was, what was this? Man,
1: what was this old. day like for you, draft uh, day? Oh, well, this
3: is actually my day. This right? is your it's day, fifth, fifth round draft day. So, uh, well, back then it was only two days. Yeah, it was
5: just yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah.
3: And so, yeah, Sunday morning for me, man. Around uh, ten thirty, eleven o'clock, I got the call from the Eagles and. I mean, it felt it was the 142nd pick, but it felt yeah. like the number one pick That's overall. Really, so yeah, yeah, it was it was pure joy, and uh, I couldn't have come to a better place. And haven't left since.
1: Is uh yeah, where, where were you on the day? Were you just hanging out with family at were home? Yeah. The, yeah? yeah,
0: Did you expect to go in there? Like, did you have yeah. an idea of where you were going to go? Yeah, my, in? my
3: agent sort of let me know, you know, the buzz the buzz was. It could be anywhere from three to six uh, in the rounds, and so you know. I was I was uh, sort of advised not to watch the first day, which yeah. was the first <laughs> through the third round. I watched every pick like I usually do, <laughs> yeah. agonizing over every pick. Oh, man, I'm they better than in. that, dude. <laughs> right Come on, man.
1: Come on, man. What are they looking at? So, yeah. Yeah. Started, yeah. started the instant chip on your exactly. shoulder right there. Exactly,
3: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, uh, that morning, it wasn't as uh, festive as it was the day before as my mother. She invited just about everybody, family and friends sure. over. And so uh, Saturday morning it was a little more quiet. But uh, nevertheless, I was there with the people that meant the most to me. And so – um i'll never forget that day man it was a great day
1: speaking of days never to forget and mike you're a good omen here this is probably the best draft story that has uh been going oh, around did it happened uh shaquem griffin is not only getting drafted he's going to reunite with his brother how about awesome that? shaquille as uh, wow. the, the seahawks yeah. pick him with that's 141 really cool. that's yeah. pretty that's amazing really how about cool. that to
3: pick before me that's right yeah.
1: so i think it's uh yeah that's that's an awesome story and Certainly, uh, the Eagles have been telling it here uh, throughout the first two days of the draft here, Ike. Right? And I'm, first of all, pretty impressed with uh, Dallas Goddard being here in uh, in an Eagles uniform. I, I I'm nothing but glowing reviews. They take a slot corner. Uh, they take another pass rusher today. Overall thoughts on with the draft so name. far? Yeah, Josh. Uh, Sweat. Listen,
3: I, I think they've done a nice job addressing areas of need. You know, they wanted to add depth at those three positions. You start off with uh, Dallas Goddard being drafted. That's first round potential right yeah. there. A lot, of, a lot of people had him mocked in the first round. So for the Eagles to be able to get him at 52 and pick up a second round pick for next year, just more genius work by Howie Roseman, Joe Douglas, Andy White. I mean, they've done a great job since that trio have been together the last year or so. And uh, to pick up a slot corner, a guy that could come in and specialize at that position yeah. mm-hmm. where you can have him just fit in and play that role. Because it's a difficult position to play, playing inside. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be a good addition. It'll be interesting to see how fast he's able to sort of get acclimated to the speed mm-hmm. of the NFL and then, you know, taking another defensive end. Uh, in the fourth round, Sweat. a couple She's picks like, later.
1: Man, this dude is athletically yes. off the charts. Yeah, watch. Right, I yeah.
3: remember watching him, you know, down there at Florida State the past yes. couple of years. They throw so many fastballs at you that uh, Josh Sweat falling to the Eagles in the fourth round. As again, that's another guy who's first day potential, certainly yep. second day potential. Certainly athleticism Yeah, but yeah, When you look at that athleticism, just need to make sure that the knee is good and he, he's going to remain healthy, but you're adding him to a group that. It's always about, it's never about the first four. It's always about the first seven or eight when you look at the defensive line. And that's another uh, fastball they can add to that NASCAR package Absolutely. that'll help you down the road.
4: That's I have a quick question, man, because you spent a lot more time in the meeting rooms with him than I did. Yeah. How did you feel about David Akers taking the
3: podium? <laughs> 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 you
4: know, talked hey, he to me last night. about
5: that.
3: See, right? I told you guys, don't be worried about David. You did, I, and we yes, were. Yes. I was like, no, 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 Everybody's no, no, worried no, about David yeah.
4: You're you, right, man. You, so, you spent more time in the meeting yeah. room with him. I never heard Akers <laughs> give me a fiery speech at all
3: listen I, i've seen the other side of david okay. I, i've seen the other side wow. of david and the guy is a uh i want to say he's a, he's either like uh, a sailor he's either a black belt he's either a black he belt a black or yeah. jiu something yeah, 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 like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah i think in jiu-jitsu he's
0: like yeah, a black so belt in jiu-jitsu yeah you know
3: and, and we used to have to tell david like dude we don't need you to go make the tackles yeah. on kickoff we we'll go make the tackles <laughs> we need you to kick the field goals. so you know, I've seen that that, that feisty side of nice. David, and yeah. believe me, when when it was announced that he was going to be the guy to make the announcement in the second round, he probably heard about it on Twitter, you know, and he probably heard some unkind things. So
1: nothing that it was coming from this right table. <laughs> he was prepared.
3: He was prepared to go out there and make sure he represented the city and the organization in the right manner. And let's face it, David doesn't like the Cowboys just like most of us. Oh, yeah. So. I thought he did a fantastic did job of representing did. us last oh night. God, I don't great think I could have did a better job. Listen, had they sent me out there, they oh, probably I would have got the good. hook. They would have been ready to pull yeah, me yeah. off the stage. I,
4: mean, I would have came out. out the shirt and the white <laughs>
3: beater and everything, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, David kept it uh, classy, yeah. Yeah. but at the same time, he managed to throw yeah. a couple yeah. punches yeah. in there. He yeah, got to. He got to. You
0: have to. That was the whole point of it. I was proud of him. If that person, whoever it was, didn't do that, it would have been such yeah. a big disappointment for all of us. Oh, yeah. And he grabbed the moment,
3: man. Especially being the first guy. That was our first that pick. That's our first pick. Yeah. So he had to yeah, he, he had added he had pressure. It, yeah. Man. Yeah. Good job by DA. So yeah. where do we
4: go from here when you re- when we repeat like what's going yeah, what, what, what are we going to do I now? I love that, I mean, Trey. But, yeah, like, well, after, after we repeat, I mean, what's, what's next? Done. I mean, you know. I mean, you got
3: to get Trey Thomas up there. Oh yeah, uh,
4: right. I, I, I accept the invitation
0: already. Right now, I, <laughs> I start working on my speech. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. Donnie Jones has already been selected. No, oh, no, Kicker no, 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 to yeah. punter now. You got to let one of those
3: linemen get up there, man, and do
0: it right. Do it right.
1: If Trey goes up there, now, obviously, I haven't been in any meeting rooms with you, but.
3: <sighs> Pre-game, listen, uh, pre-show well, prep. He, listen, it's in there. He, he's the 50-yard line, man. Yeah, no, I mean, no. you got to remember, Trey, what y'all don't realize, we were advised by the owner to stop going to the opponent's 50-yard line.
1: <laughs> Bam, the owner. Man.
3: He, he, he never really gave us instructions. Yeah. But we See, were advised, FSU
1: blood in don't there. do the, it anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: What do we do the very next game? <laughs> we're taking it to the 50. Yeah, we're going to the 50-yard line. <laughs>
4: yes, yeah, so You're just going to get that
3: fight. Yeah, you just don't got to deal with that. That. Yeah, gotta <laughs> deal with that. Yeah, you got to deal with that.
1: How many times did you, would you say you guys did that? Throughout Every, the- game. Every, Every game. Every
4: game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every game until we got in a fight in Atlanta. Listen, when I, that's how Atlanta. I knew about Wait, it when, when I was went, in Atlanta. Which yeah. fight? That's was right. it? Which, when, which fight? Because when he went to Atlanta, when oh, we you, got in the big fight. You just fight decided to the, yeah. go there like I knew, it, it, I, I knew they knew were coming to the 50-yard line. knew we were taking the 50 Yeah.
0: That is
1: awesome. Yeah, because yeah. that was, what, in 05 that yeah. happened the, the, the season after, I right? made sure I
3: told everybody in the locker room. <laughs> this, this ain't, this ain't, ain't going him down. Him this <laughs> ain't happening tonight. And they waited in the tunnel for us. No <laughs> kidding. And they we waited. Did. Did. Yeah, because they, cause they went out,
4: they threw out the field early. So we're thinking, all right, hey, man, we're taking this 50. I don't care. Here they, they come running out of the yeah, they, you know. We had the big fight. Trot gets kicked out of the game. You, know. yeah. exa- you won.
1: You won.
3: Yeah, th- yeah, man. Yeah. I won it. That's what they get for letting me go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, fair. That's uh, about the only thing I won in Atlanta, yeah. too. 888
1: <laughs> uh, 729 BGN Radio hanging out with uh, the wonderful Ike Reese. Now, the thing that we're all getting uh, you know, pretty happy about you know, the rich get richer with the defensive ends, Um, it's time to knock on the door for Brandon Graham, isn't it? I mean, this is, unfortunately, like, they have now drafted his replacement in Derek Barnett. Uh, They wanted to make sure that Chris Long was here. They have Michael Bennett over some control, and and obviously, uh, I I know that there's a lot of things in the air on and off the field with, uh, with what's going through there, but... You know, now you have uh, a lot of defensive ends and a lot of pass rushers, and you got another draft to go in and do that in next year. I'm guessing that Brandon Graham's probably not going to be here next year.
3: I got my fingers crossed, John. Yeah. You know, listen. I do too. Yeah. We've been around this business long enough to know that, at least right now, they're at a stalemate. They can't come to an agreement on a number. You know, Brandon probably thinks he's worth X amount of dollars. The Eagles probably feel like at this stage of his career yeah, they're willing to pay x amount of dollars uh to to a defensive end who's about to be in his 30s he's 30 years old so um, i'm hoping that they find a middle ground there and they can get something worked out because you're talking about one of the uh, heroes in this franchise's great history, he made yeah. arguably the greatest defensive player. No, arguably, he ever, made the greatest right?
0: defensive yeah. play in our history period. Well, I didn't want to
3: disrespect Concrete Charlie knocking out Frank yeah. Gifford. Wow, well, so, well, you know. that's, yeah. <laughs> that's always
1: live in. That's always
3: there. But uh, when you, you win your Super first Bowl. Super Bowl yeah, because yeah, of that yeah, play, yeah, 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 and yeah. It,
0: you know Tom Brady, the right. whole thing. I'm Go with on. you. I'm, with,
3: on. You on I'm yeah. with you on it. I'm with you on it. I just wanted to be respectful to the old heads. You're right
0: about that. That's good. That's good looking out. But you hope
3: they get something worked out. But you know, if it doesn't, if it doesn't. Nothing will change what happened on February 4th and nothing will change what he's meant to this organization throughout his career. Listen, yeah. the great Brian Dawkins put on another uniform he and did, didn't yeah. retire here. So it happened, So did Trey. So yeah. did I. Yeah. It happens in this business. The important thing is that we as fans and the organization never forget what he meant to us. Uh, as a player, as long as he put on that uniform. So let the business take care of the business. Mm-hmm. Brandon's going to do what's best for his family, and the Eagles are going to do what they think is best for the organization. And we, as observers, should just make sure that we support both. Oh, we, absolutely. We can support both. A doubt.
1: Unless he goes to the Rams. Then, uh, they're, right. they're, or, or, or the Cowboys. He
3: wouldn't do
1: that he to us. And then he do that pulls an Ike Reese, and he's there on the 50, <laughs> he's starting fights. <laughs> Ike, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so oh, much thank for stopping you, by. <laughs> this would Listen, enjoy I, the time here. And
3: I thought we were going to talk about whether or not Carson Wentz was a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Oh, we're done with that. <laughs> we're done with that.
1: That was the richest of the richest dumb arguments that we've ever gotten into. I enjoyed
3: that podcast, I enjoyed that, I enjoyed that. Just
1: yelling
0: Basically, at each like, other for no y- reason oh my god i wanted to strangle you i never
3: heard seltzer
0: <laughs> in man, that yo, floor, when he man. gets hot
1: oh my god that oh, was nice i got and,
0: fired and right? when when,
1: when <laughs> neither of us can see each other's point it just gets louder oh, and more irritating yeah the best, <laughs> which is great so
3: appreciate it fellas ladies Thank and you. gentlemen that's i agree exactly.
1: stopping by the bjn radio there we go big round of applause he's going to be down here signing autographs and uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff at the casino at uh, Delaware Park where we go from one football expert to another as uh, we welcome in uh, from Bleeding Green Nation also NDT Scouting and a guy I gotta say for the last two nights on our live stream as we're going through day one and day two absolutely nailed uh, all the analysis that was happening right in front of us he's our very own and you can hear him on the Kiston Solak show Mr. Benjamin Solek joins the program what's up Ben? Hey, how you doing, John? What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, we're right. we're we are doing uh, doing great here. So the Eagles come out and uh, and make two selections today, and certainly want to get your thoughts on on everything that's uh, been happening Eagles wise here. But uh, you know, they go nickel corner, and then they go and what I think is is take one of our favorite pass rushers in this class, and and certainly looking like a little bit of a steal in Josh Sweat. Uh, tell me about the uh, both of the Eagles moves in the fourth round here.
7: Yeah, so we talk. Uh, we start with Avante Maddox, the picket 125, young man out of pit. What's exciting about him is he's seen starting uh, reps in the nickel since his freshman year. He's a four-year senior, and so he's he's seen game. Team play for four years, and Pat Narduzzi, defensive coordinator there, or head coach, excuse me, ex-defensive coordinator with Michigan State, runs an advanced system on his defensive side. He's one of the guys who runs a lot of pattern matching, a lot of this match quarter sort of a look. And so he's going to, Maddox is going to come in with a good head on his shoulders and a lot of poise, which is important for a nickel. And that being said, you know, the athleticism was very, very nice. He's got great short area movement skills. We referenced uh, the 99th percentile 60-yard shuttle. That's really nice recovery speed. However, he guesses a lot on tape. He gets out of position a lot. He he bites a little bit. So he's a, he's a little bit undisciplined. He's got to know when to pick Wait, his a nickel corner. Wait, honest- a nickel
1: corner that bites? We were just going over sluggos and all that stuff of the last year. <laughs> Come
7: on. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll be very frank with you. His tape is not terribly dissimilar to that of Jalen Mills coming out of LSU. Mm-hmm. I can see how this type. Is, is attractive now to Corey Unlin, the defensive backs coach in Philadelphia. and He's very scrappy. He's very competitive. He's got short arms. He's a short guy. But he affects the catch point decently well. He's not going to be great against size, but he'll go up there and attack. And so he's 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 that sort of combative, but a little bit too much of a guesser like Mills. However, Maddox it definitely provides for you a better athletic profile. So that's an exciting aspect of his game.
1: Yeah, uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. And certainly when we've been uh, you know discussing – uh, in that DB room, and it certainly looks like, um, you know, Joe Douglas is is very happy with uh, with that and adding this guy into it. It seems like it's the same mentality, the guy that's going to go out there, compete time and time again, and forget quickly. And uh, moving on to Josh Sweat here as, uh, you know, Jack Fritz Sweat. hates this. <laughs> Sweat is the buzzword. Uh <laughs> Jack Fritz does not like his name uh, because he doesn't sound an like a football shit. player, but it's an outrageous uh, thing to do. Uh, it's, a da- it's, <laughs> it's a gross name. It's awful. It's a gross name. Oh, he's, he's saying it's oh, a gross God. name. Oh God, Ben, we might goodness. have to
0: hang up on you yeah, too. jeez. it's a football
7: you name. Wait, you're telling me he didn't get bullied in school
4: because his last name
1: was Sweat? Absolutely not. No, he, he six, bullied
0: people five. because his last name was Sweat. Are you kidding? Sweat. People were sweating <laughs> seeing him every day. They were like, oh, God, Sweat's coming my way.
1: Well, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about his athleticism here, Ben, yes. so that's that's where I'm at here. Tell me uh, what this does for the Eagles defensive end depth here, and, uh, you know, we were just talking about Ike Reese here. Is uh, is it the calling card, and we're knocking on the door for Brandon Graham here now?
7: It's interesting, this, uh, you know, the Josh Sweat pick, you, you're coming up on 125 and 130, the selections, and you're saying, man, will the Eagles really do this? Because picking a guy like Josh Sweat, who's the top 65 player on my board, who was higher on a lot of boards, I was lower than a lot of analysts on him. This is like how he's just like leaning back in a big velvet armchair, you know, puffing on a cigar and being like, you know what? Screw it. Take Josh Sweat. This is yes. a rich and richer in the most traditional sense. <laughs> Josh Sweat had a knee dislocation in 2014. When we talk about a knee dislocation, that means at least three of the ligaments tear in the knee and the entire femur moves past the joint, moves past the patella. It's the same Ugh. injury Nate Chubb had. Josh Sweat almost lost his leg. He rehabbed back from this, and the concerns around the stability in that knee are always going to be valid. But in Philadelphia, he'll be taking less reps, which is always a good news for a guy with long-term injury concerns. On the field, Josh Sweat is one of the most uh, technically advanced rushers that we could have gotten out of this class. He's got a cross, uh, he's got a cross club, he's got a chop, he's got an excellent stab, long arm where he uses it as, as a shot put move to attack quarterbacks when they climb up in the pocket. I'm sure Trey can attest to this as well. Josh Sweat is a guy who made a lot of tackle reads. He was playing from a level stance where his feet were next to one another, so he wasn't trying to explode off the ball, and that was that's what led to a little bit of a slower play style for him. When he was in a staggered stance and on a ball read, where he was allowed to anticipate the snap, you saw a very explosive athlete, and that was reflected in the testing. He's going to step in and, as a situational rusher, be terrifying. I'd imagine the second line for defensive for the defensive line to Philadelphia is Haloti Nada and then Michael Bennett inside as a three-tech. With Josh mm-hmm. Sweat and Chris Long on the outside,
4: and that's a starting—that's
9: a starting defensive that's line ridiculous. on other teams.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, did you want to add anything? in there? No, I, so, yeah. I'm just
4: looking forward to it, man. Because then when he comes in, one of the things that I love about having Chris Long on during in this in this core is he's one of the craftiest rushers we have in our group. And as he continues Certainly. to show, he's a great person to learn from. And I think Josh Sweat will come (laughs) in and just do an excellent job, man. I'm really looking forward to his play. Yeah,
1: Ben, anything else that's catching your eye in this draft is now that we're in day three and, you know, the Eagles aren't picking here until round six or seven. But uh, any overall thoughts on, on what's happening right now?
7: There's a significant vote of confidence right now in Jason Peters' recovery and in Halipuli Vasi Vaisai's development. Certainly. Because even if like Big V as a starter, the Eagles still are thin at offensive tackle behind him. Taylor Hart is currently offensive tackle four, and for uh, those of you playing at home, Taylor Hart isn't actually an offensive tackle. That's not really a <laughs> thing. Hey, uh, hey
1: and, he's and coming so, around, all right. <laughs> it, I believe.
4: It, It was a D D lineman that that switched over to offensive tackle, you know. No, yeah,
1: yeah, we've had that discussion. he hasn't taken any,
4: I mean, what, he took a couple preseason snaps at old tackle, man. That's pretty much
1: it. Yeah, yeah. But, Ben, you're absolutely right. That's what we were talking about in the last hour as well. It's just, it's a big time vote of confidence for their linebacker depth and also uh, for Big V settling in there.
7: Yeah, and with the linebacker point, not dissimilar to the running back room, this linebacker room has a lot of bodies in it. Like Joe Walker, who hasn't been able to really put together a full season. Nate Gary, who's a second-round player. Corey Nelson, who just came over, of course, from Denver. And so if you didn't feel comfortable getting a day-one starter, a guy you knew could come in and be the linebacker three at least on this roster and replace Michael Kendricks, then there really was no reason to add a, uh, add a day-three guy who would just become one of the masses on the depth chart. You see what I'm saying? And so while I would have liked to see Philadelphia maybe take a Denard Avery out of Memphis or a Sean Deon Hamilton there in round four, because oh, yeah. I think they could have been a starting linebacker in the NFL, it kind of makes sense that there's no reason to add to a, a room that's already got a ton of depth. So while you could still see offensive tackle picked in round six or round seven, I would be surprised if linebacker makes a selection.
1: Yeah, I know. I couldn't uh, couldn't agree with you more there, Benjamin. We appreciate the time, my friend, and you can follow him uh on the timeline right now, if you're on the Twitter.com, at uh, Benjamin Silak, Bleeding Green Nation, NDT Scouting, phenomenal work, and a context quarterbacking, which he is now has taken
0: over by yeah. uh, the mainframe. Of Check it out. Show. It's awesome. And also, get better takes on names. That's the only thing I'm going to say, Ben. <laughs> yeah. ben
7: listen, listen Equinemius, St. Brown is still on the board. Notre Dame wide receiver. That's my Equinemius. Equinemius, now no, that's a name. a great, that's name, great name, too.
0: Name. A name. I got,
1: no, I got yeah. no problem
0: with that, but Josh Sweat. Yeah. yeah. Sweat. 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 <laughs>
1: Benjamin, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much, buddy. And uh, uh, it's uh, you know it's been a, a great uh, first couple of hours here. We're going to keep it going. We've got another 40 minutes. We're live at the casino at Delaware Park. And uh, there's a lot of awesome stuff to get so to. So awesome yeah, here. 888-729-9494. Trey Thomas, James Seltzer, John Barchard, all with you right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, James, you know how I know that uh,
1: new um, Eagles cornerback drafted today, Avonte Maddox, is going to work out this fine? How, John? Because he tweeted out in 2015, I'm going to be a ref just to mess with the Cowboys season.
0: Yes! <laughs> that is what I'm talking about right there. You there you go.
1: I mean, that's a that's a double bonus. I would have right taken there.
0: him in the first round if I had known that.
1: Yeah, me, me too. Uh, <laughs> it is BGN Radio Trey Thomas. James Seltzer, John Barchard, all with you. He's a- got
0: some other fun old tweets, by the way, too. Oh, oh. Maybe ones we can't read on air, but, but they're, they're certainly better than Josh Allen tweets, I'll tell you that. deal
1: with jingle bells, I will, I will just yeah. put it out, uh, yeah, kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of, <laughs> in a kind of way. Something kind of that, bells something that or something else. Trey Thomas, through his draft process, would never want out, but unfortunately it's on social media, which therefore, mm-hmm. you know. Who is this? Let our our uh, The Eagles' newest uh, corner has some... Uh, not questionable, just no. Uh, just
0: you know, they let actually hilarious. Let's say racy. racy tweets, racy yeah. is ah. a good way, but it's not <laughs> anything you know like Josh Allen type stuff. No, no, no
1: not, not nothing like that. Eight 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 seven two nine. By the way, you can still uh, get the have those and and be drafted. Uh, well, it's it's number seventh overall, overall yeah, It doesn't great. matter. That yeah. really really hurt him in the process. Good job, everybody. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Tom in Downingtown. Tom, what's going on, buddy? Hey, BGN, good show
8: as always. Appreciate it, thanks, bud. Tommy. Um, you know what? The, the draft is very strategic. They, they saw their free agent losses, guys they wanted to keep, but, you know, you only eventually you run out of money. You look at Trey Burton, Robinson, and Benny
9: Curry, you got
8: the tight end, the corner. And so they're backfilling. And, and you know, they're happy with the team. And now we got to grow guys so
5: we, you know, maintain the team.
1: Yeah, and, and they're setting up a lot, Tom, and uh, something we haven't got into. Certainly, they're addressing, you know, ha- having Dallas here is is fantastic. That's going to sound weird forever, by the way. I don't think I'm ever going to be <laughs> – everybody's going to think I'm talking about the city. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that that is an upgrade for the offense. Uh, certainly, what they've done here, you got a guy that's going to compete at nickel corner. And uh, just, you know, like we've been saying, Josh Sweat is a – Sweat. Sweat. Is a – Sweat. Is <laughs> there's, there's a – This is true. Has been a – uh, a welcome addition to this uh, defensive line, and and that's part of it too. Also, Tom, just looking ahead in 2019, I mean, they're probably going to have 10, 11, 12, maybe high end if, uh, if whatever happens. 13 picks in 2019, one year before you got to pay Carson Wentz. So, uh, Tom, I don't know about you, but Howie and, and Joe have been doing a phenomenal job the last two years.
2: And and they're maintaining
8: they're maintaining a quality team while they're. You know, still have this
1: window,
0: right, right at the peak. So, that,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Well, John, remember when they first made the trade up for Wentz, that was one of our biggest question marks was it was
1: more than a question. Well, mark. Yeah, it was, it was like, what, what are,
0: are they, they doing? doing? <laughs> yeah. Like you're trying to win now, but you're also trying to build for the future. Yeah. This doesn't work. It's working and, and now, it's, and now
1: it's totally working. Oh, yeah. but that's, that's how it's, about it? It's been—I think it's been an awesome approach, Trey.
0: I
4: totally trust this organization. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just totally trust blind faith.
4: What's going on right now? There is nothing that I question anymore with what's going on within behind the walls of the Care complex. You know, I, I totally believe that you know Doug and how we are on the same page. Uh, And and, and Mr. Lurie definitely has their back, and I just totally trust what's going on, man. You know, how can you question it? I mean, you you know, just from from beginning to end, everything that they've done um, throughout the season, after this, after the Super Bowl win, even putting Kelsey behind the podium, sending David Akers out to Dallas. I totally trust what this organization is doing.
1: Uh, You know, uh, an organization I don't trust right now, as we're getting to the fifth round of the NFL draft. Um, you know the Seattle Seahawks were always the model of mm-hmm. here's how you build a Super Bowl champion. It shouldn't be on how you rebuild it because. Uh,
0: Let me guess did they Did they take a uh, kicker or punter or something?
1: Not only did they take one, <laughs> but they traded up
0: no! to go get
1: Michael Dixon, uh, who's a, who's the Aussie, another Aussie. There's a lot Aww. of Aussies that are. Don't they uh, have a
0: really good. Punter in Seattle isn't I that guy great Ryan so. or whatever? Oh oh, yeah, isn't he great? They I thought I don't he was like, know. a really good punter. That well, guy. his
1: time's done. Even Sh- if, he yes, is now, yeah. if he's yeah, you're going to move up. See ya. Never. Does does that punters does that counteract the good vibes they get though from drafting Shaquille Griffin's brother? It comes Shaquille close Griffin. It comes very close. It makes me go, oh, that was such a great. You know, he's going to work on and then all of a sudden you're like, and now we've. After that, we're going to trade up and draft a punter. So. Maybe
0: they just live by the punters or people mm, too mantra. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Never listen to Rich Eisen if you're building a f- football Cut team. Me, do I
5: yeah. not bleed?
1: Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Ryan in Langhorne. What's up, Ryan? How are you guys doing? Doing great, you're man. Right. Uh, so
6: I want to talk about the defense. Absolutely. Because, like the defensive line is going to be one of the best and one of the scariest and most powerful ever. But what, I, what I'm what i concerned about is I remember last year, I think it was versus the Giants, the, when it comes to, to the Eagles, like, short uh, yard coverage, like, their short, like, passage, passes against them, like, like, they're very vulnerable. And um, the thing is, like, they don't press enough. And a lot of times, I think they've led the uh, – they've been in the top five like the last couple of years at, at allowing, like – short yard passages short yard passes that turn into like really long uh games and i don't want the defensive lines just to like be like what's dominant but i want the whole defense to be able to like uh be be really good and press and not just be a zone coverage team you know what i'm talking about like like,
1: like their defensive well, line certainly, can certainly be really a, a, a good, but Trey, that's th- going
6: to take it away. It's like they're so good
5: well, that's well, not enough to make it, the rest of the yeah. defense do really yeah, good. Yeah.
1: Here's here's the thing, Ryan. Uh, and Trey, I think you can attest to this too. It's, like, you can't just play press either the entire yeah. time. You no, can't play zone. No, you gotta, oh, I know, yeah. but I don't it, see enough
0: of that. Like, well, it's I mean, it's, it's part of Jim. I mean, it's part of what Jim Schwartz does defensively. You know, he that that's his scheme. You know, and I I know what you're saying, and we saw a lot of those like sterling shepherd type plays that kill us but mm-hmm. trey i mean that's that's what jim schwartz does
4: yeah and then three-step drops are kind of hard to defend anyway because it's not something you, i mean you're guessing anyway sometimes when you're looking at when you're lo- planning for what the offense is going to call and it's kind of hard for a defense to get there on a three-step drop because i mean it's, certainly the ball is coming out at what 1.5 seconds i mean Less that's you know a lot of uh, times, yeah i mean it's coming out there pretty quick so you know You know, you're definitely going to need the secondary to play a little bit tighter than what you saw over the past past year. You definitely want to see them challenge receivers, give that defensive line just a little bit more time to get there. You know, I I, I agree that you definitely, the secondary is going to need it because during the season you would see them give up a lot of cushion, you know. And And the talent, they have guys who are
1: press talent
4: type guys too. And And that's just going to come.
1: And to Ryan's point, I mean, and what you're saying with Trey, they didn't have those type of guys. I don't want Jalen Mills playing press. Exactly, nah. he will get he's beat got every time. Speed. Yeah, he's, like going, he's
0: going to get passed every. Time. But Sidney Jones, Look that guy now. can play press. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: So you, if you have the, you know that that one two combination, you know Darby's a little more freelance. Sure. Probably a little a plays off ball a little better. Same with Jalen. Jalen's closing
0: a, speed still too though.
1: Exactly, and, and makeup speed and, yeah, makeup and all on all of that, and uh, it, it is going to change. That's yeah. that's what I firmly. It's just. You know, think about where the secondary came from, and now we're asking like, okay, but you got she's got to play better instantly. Uh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's coming, yeah. it's coming. I think it starts with Sidney Jones, and that's as we're in the draft here. That's still my number. He's my Ben Simmons.
0: He's almost yeah. He's like our pick he's this my year. Guy, he's like our fr- you know? like he's our first round pick this year. Sidney Jones. Like that's like yeah. getting a first round pick like one of the top quarterbacks on the board. <laughs> like, hey, look, we just got that guy. Now he's part of this team coming up. this But he year. can't
4: get rookie of the year though. Yeah, yeah. Sure. well, he played yeah, he already. Yeah, he
0: so he well, I mean, Ben Simmons did play too in the preseason. Yeah. You know, I got to say
1: Donovan Mitchell looked pretty good last night. By the way, <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm, Donovan he Mitchell. By the way, did takes. you
0: see those tweets? Oh, I'm not. You see those tweets. He's a good player, but yeah. it, the, the, the whole argument is stupid. Ben Simmons is clearly the rookie of the year. It's how. It's the rules. It is. Sorry, I don't care. It, like it you is what it is. I, I it's tried. how like Ichiro Suzuki won Rookie of the Year as a 30 year old for the sake in Major League Baseball. Yeah, the rule itself might be stupid, but. It's the rule. Yeah, it's the rule. Yeah, don't argue semantics here. It's the rule. Like, I think ben hands down, it's is the, the rule. Guy. <laughs> He's a, a rookie. Like, what do you want to <laughs> do? Like, change the yeah. rule if you don't like the rule? But I that's know. the rule. The, 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 the guys who qualify as a rookie, he was the best player. Listen, Charlie, Sorry. Day, calm Sorry, down. Sorry, right? Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> By the way, did you see Donovan Mitchell tweet now? He's a Cowboys fan. Shocker. Is he? Shocker. Oh
1: man. Shocker. Now he definitely can't win rookie of the year. I'm out. I'm going back in.
4: One of the things I wanted to say though, when it comes to the secondary, I'm going to go back get back on Oh, track. please, please do. Thank the you. The secondary, you know, that's one of those positions, man, or, or a core group of guys that they really have to trust each other. And when your help is supposed to be there, that help needs to be there because, you know, it allows you to take those chances, you know, but you can tell that these guys are still continuing to gel and they're going to just get better. I think that this yeah. group is definitely going to, you know, turn it up this year and be the, the group that we are expecting.
1: Hey guys, you know how I know Dallas sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a great question, because there
0: are so many answers they could come after. <laughs>
1: they, uh, they just uh, they just traded for T- Tavon Austin.
2: Really?
0: So did they really?
1: For like what the did they give up? Six-round pick. Wow. So that's how you know that wide receiving core stinks, out loud. Co- and I will say. Cole
0: Beasley and Tavon Austin are going to be fighting for snaps. Allen Alan
1: Hearns, look out now. Dak <laughs> Prescott's got all the weapons that he needs. To go seven and nine. So, uh 729 Let's go to Tom in Abington. What's up, Tom?
0: Tommy! Yo,
8: fellas! All What's right.
1: Up, man? Good to hear and from you, pal. My buddy
8: BLG isn't there, huh?
1: I know. I, he, he was scared of you.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I'll
6: tell you, man, this is my favorite draft, man. The fact that they jumped Dallas to get Dallas. Yes. Fantastic. I think they. I think Dallas is going to take him.
0: Oh, I think they were. Yeah, yeah were. for sure.
6: It would make me very upset. best part of that sequence was looking at that S. Eaton grin on that catcher's mitt of a face when David Akers
1: was <laughs> speaking. That was awesome. That
6: catcher's mitt of a face. It I was awesome. That. Yeah, it was amazing. That was
1: fantastic. I just wanted to
6: weigh in on that. You guys have a good day. Jimmy, I'll see
0: you at
1: the ballpark in a couple weeks. Can't that's wait, right. brother Tommy. You guys doing a, what, business person special? Yeah, May 10th oh, yeah. with the Midday
0: Show. People have still one more week to win tickets uh, on the Midday Show. We've been giving uh, tickets away every day.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's coming up uh, in this coming week. Week too, and right in this spot as we're at at the casino at Delaware Park in the Grove Tent, yeah. uh, Glenn Mac is not messing around. Oh yeah, uh, and taco. I'm, now Trey was kind of Trey was a little
4: anti-taco. I was
1: surprised what? to hear, to no, I hear that.
4: I, I, well, I, I'm a very picky eater. <laughs> What? I mean, it, it, but look I at mean, you. I, Seriously? <laughs> oh so what do you mean? Look at you. he's so that, huge. He's <laughs> a giant. He's a giant. So that doesn't I mean, mean I eat everything. He's, like, he's, he's wow. a giant. You know,
0: I assume the giant. The only other giant I know is. I mean, look at you. He's a giant. I'm not saying he's fat. You have to take I'm, I'm you saying a manor he's a giant. I would say the same thing to BLG. It's just because he's a giant. And BLG will eat everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's very true. But Glenn Macnow and his... <laughs> uh, his, you know the his his food madness challenges that he always does. Yes, uh, I was, a, was actually sampling some of the uh, some of the things he was blogging about. And t- uh, it's the best seven taco places in the Delaware Valley. It's happening here May sixth. Okay. make sure you get down here. Uh, I think it will flip Trey Thomas. That's that's how good wow. I think the tacos are uh, from all these places. There's you know Elvez is coming down and yeah and yeah that's and that's what you can do. There's there's horse racing. There's golf. There's literally everything. I'm gonna go to the poker room after we're done. Yeah. Cause that's uh, that's my domain. So they're getting
4: the tracks ready for the horses. They it are. Like. They yeah. are. So
1: have you ever rode a horse? Uh, I have. Never once. I, I
0: did it in Rode Jamaica. I wrote, <laughs> I was awesome at it. Okay. I was pretty good. So it was one of those things where when we started, I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. I hate this. And by the end, I was like, Billy Crystal and City Slickers. I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm the best to ride horses ever. I yeah. totally see you I got that. on a
4: horse one time, and the yeah. horse was like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> We're not uh, doing uh, this uh, today. Yeah, no, 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 like, no, no, you, no, how, no, How about no. you get down and I get <laughs> on your back? The horse was like, no, man, what you What are you doing? Would have been interesting. Yeah, I just hopped off the horse because I I just did not feel good about it. Uh,
1: 888 729 (laughs) 9494. Taking your phone calls as uh, we get back. We want to make sure everybody gets the full time. Last segment coming up. It's Trey Thomas, James Seltzer, John
2: Barchard right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
1: It is Sports Radio 94 and Radio with you for well, right up until 3 o'clock. How about it? Man, it, this flew back. My flew boy by. Lloyd
0: in Wilmington showing yeah, up to right. say hi. Coming
1: down here to up hang up out with all of us. Yeah. Well, 888-729-9494. Uh, and uh, certainly I want to make fun of the Giants here in a moment because um, although the, the back end of this draft hasn't been bad for them, I've got some uh, words for them as we go to Chuck <laughs> in uh, <laughs> South Jersey. What's up, Chuck? Hey guys, how you doing? Chuck A. Jimmy, how you doing, buddy? Good, brother. How are you? BLG, track? You. Yeah, BLG's not here no, today, yeah, but BLG. I, I'll be. I'll but be that's
0: there. all right. You know what? People always ignore BLG, so and Chuck is just good. making sure. That's good looking out.
1: That. out that's what Chuck. we love. Last week we
8: had
7: several Chuck. people ignore that's BLG. everybody here because
4: everybody's an integral part of the show. That's <laughs> right, good Chuck. Out, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, Chuck tell me this, man. Do you think Josh Sweat is a good football name?
8: Well, it depends on what you're trying to do. Are you trying to break his balls or are you trying to, No, you know, uh, <laughs> This isn't a good football name. Do you no, think I think it's, it's a, a good, yeah,
0: it's, it's like a t- 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 tough name, right? Yeah, Sweat. Thing. Sweat. I don't know. Chuck's, Chuck's like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Moving <laughs> on. Yeah,
5: yeah.
8: I, I, I want to put him under my arms, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind today, brother?
8: Look, for the whole time he was here, we enjoyed the kicking game of the punter. He kept us in so many games, whether we lost or not. But when he got his turn to, to perform, you could bet the house. He was money. What's going on to replace him? So, Good
1: question. Uh, with their Cameron Johnson, who is from Ohio State, who was on their practice squad uh, last year. Actually, I would say <clears throat> I, I can say this now, right? Because it's not a team. Uh, yeah. Outperformed Donnie wow. uh, in training camp. I mean, like wow. he's, Donnie was a left-handed kicker. You yep. could put
8: that ball anywhere he
1: wanted. Coughing to. corners all day, Chuck. I'm I'm right there with you, and it was sad to see him. That uh, it was weird because he was like, "I'm going to retire. Actually, I want to keep playing." I was yeah. so
8: disappointed when he did it because yeah. at the pinnacle of the team, and I can understand what he wanted to do. He wanted to go out on top, but it was I was so disappointed because Donnie Jones, my MVP. No,
9: before Carson Wentz got on the team, he was my MVP for the whole time he was here.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's kind of weird to say that about a punter, right, Chuck? We were all just kind of like, "Oh, a well, punter MVP," but he was Donnie Longo
9: for a the reason. Only one that was consistent. Trace man. rolling his eyes. Trace rolling his eyes.
2: Man. No. <laughs> oh man. Come on,
1: man.
4: Come on, man. Stop it. We're going we're gonna to let that go before yeah. he gets murdered you here. Buddy. Thanks, yeah. Chuck. I mean, okay. I, I, I appreciate the kickers. it <laughs> no knows I do. Yeah. But come on,
1: man. Uh, you need to appreciate your own kicker,
4: David Akers. I love David Akers, okay. man. Yeah, I mean, buddy. you know... It, it, he put points on the board. He did, a you know. Now, time. and I think now, as an offensive lineman, maybe if we did our job a little bit better, then we wouldn't need the punter, <laughs> yeah. you know, right. because we keep the I, first downs going. You I think
0: know? it's pretty pretty consistent. Whatever former player you deal with, whether it's Trey Thomas, yeah. whether it's John Ritchie, whether it's Hollis, I mean, all these guys that have the same reaction. They're like.
1: Yeah, come on, yeah, kick I mean, Come on,
0: kick I mean, man! Like in training camp, so man, it is. training camp, while we're out there
4: beating ourselves up, the kickers are like playing. John Ritchie they will, will like, openly
0: say that kickers are not football players. Like they are not a yeah. part of the I, same I, I team that I'm so. yeah. But
4: but I mean, they have their own little games that they like to play, and they're fun. You know, they they're all of Whoa, they're all whoa. great golfers, which I hate even more because <laughs> they got all the time. Yeah, they have all the time in the world. They never hurt. You know, bodies feeling really good. But come on. Um,
1: well, as, as bad as I Stop. think, I mean, the you know, the Cowboys, once again, if you missed it, traded for Tavon Austin for a, a six-round pick, a $3 million cap hit. Um, <laughs> There's they're still, I don't know, <laughs> can I just say, well, like.
0: the $3 million cap hit, okay.
1: What, uh, cool. yeah, I know, that's just. Cool. The,
0: uh, like, you think about what the Eagles paid for, like, Chris Long last year, like, Garrett Blunt <laughs> okay. last year, like, all these guys are mo- Exactly, like. You're $3 million table,
1: So I, what I think is hilarious, and I uh, again, like I said, I think Dallas had a pretty good draft overall. Uh, some questionable things towards towards the end. With I think they reached on a on a pass rusher here, but um, they <laughs> they still don't have a right tackle. I don't know what's happening there. They're sliding Lyle Collins back and forth. Is he a guard? Is he a tackle? They're going to slide him back. I mean, they they declared that that Williams was going to be a guard for them. So it's just a question mark there, which is really weird. Uh, outside of that, they did they did fine. I don't. And their Tyron wide receiving core has
0: not been the bastion of health the last few no, years and it's as well. Cole, you have Cole Beasley, you have Ryan
1: Switzer, and now Tavon Austin. the smallest wide receiving yes. core I've ever seen in my it's life.
0: Really tiny.
1: It's it's incredibly tiny. Uh, here, are you ready for the hottest take of the draft? Yes. The New York Giants failed miserably, and it's not because of anything that they did later on. I think you know they, they shored up their offensive line. Uh, I believe they took Will Hernandez. Is there that was right? a great pick? It's a fantastic pick. Uh, the fact that, and I'm sorry, Penn Staters, and uh, at John Bartridge, all you want on Twitter.com. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is a great running back. He's a great running back. And he's not going to work out. Whoa! Fire! He's not going to hey, work oh. out in the NFL. Specifically. Hey, now! And, it, and, it, and he has great ability. He has great talent. You want to know why he's going to fail? I do. It's because everybody thinks he's a generational talent. Yep. And, of course, the thing two days before the draft, what happens? Sports Illustrated, chiseled cut. No shirt on, football in one hand. Why can't I be the number one pick? That is the Brian Bosworth of all covers right there. I'm the show. There it is. And if Dave Gettleman continues on this path of announcing to the world that running backs don't uh, deplenish, and because Jonathan Stewart's been yeah, there for he 10 years. He hasn't lost anything, John. You idiot. That's exactly why you don't draft him, because if he's good for 10 years, you can get him after his rookie contract in free agency. <laughs> yeah. You moron. Yeah. Like, so uh, the Giants are in great hands for Eagles fans. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. Well, and can Kyle Oletta, good luck. That's, that's what you're going to do? You're going to skimp on the quarterback? Well, here's
0: the thing. As all Eagles fans now, whether you know it or not, we all have to be the biggest Sam Darnold fans on the planet. Oh, yeah. Because if the Jets can take a guy that the Giants passed on, and that guy's a star in that city for 15 years, mm. it is going to kill every Giants fan's soul for every day of those 15 years. Go Sam Darnold. Love it. He's my new favorite quarterback other than Carson Yeah, Wentz.
1: I love that. Uh, Trey, as we're heading out, uh, do you want uh, you want these guys to take an old lineman at the, at the last, you know, sixth and seventh round here? Or yeah. You're good with anything. <laughs> your,
4: your message is ah, been sure. just whatever right. they want to do is yeah. fine. Cool. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, you know what, what? You know what? Whatever they feel like they need to do, I'm good with it. Yes. Sweat.
1: Sweat. 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 The key word uh, that you will remember for that, and obviously uh, Dallas Goddard, as we will uh, now refer to and him. And
0: Dallas sucks. Yeah, so. sweat. always. Sweat. All, all you learn. Sweat.
1: <laughs> sweat. Learned you may a lot. turn th- that into a drop, yeah, yeah. Thank no. goodness.
0: Uh, I was waiting for somebody. Uh, thank you to Jack Fritz.
1: Sweat. And, of course, uh, Mosh back in the building for uh, Tom Kelly, who's here at the casino at Delaware Park. Robin Tank, live from the ballpark, coming up. They'll take you right into first pitch with the Phillies. For Trey
9: Thomas, James Seltzer, I'm John Barcher. This has been BGN Radio, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP.